Hello there, how are you? Do you have a good weekend? It is Monday the 9th of November. I hope you're well. Thank you for hitting on the button. Thank you to the sponsors of the podcast, as ever, Bang Nollison of Cheltenham and Serene AV, specialists in some of the finest home entertainment brands, providing solutions based around high-quality customer service and installations. Check out B&O Cheltenham on social media and the website, and you can get contact details for Jason Briggs and his team. Thank you also to Cytoplan for their association with the podcast Food Spaced Supplements, based uh, their base, their headquarters, not far from here. Beautiful village of Hanley Swan on the outskirts of Malvern in the west of England. Uh, I'm in Cheltenham recording this on a beautiful, kind of hazy, sunny day now, very mild this November. Um, but I think, you know, we've sort of seen the rise of the regular coughs and colds in addition to the global pandemic that's, of course, um, shutting down large parts of the world, including England at the moment under a lockdown. I think Wales has come out from some sort of um, complete extensive lockdown today. But I know we're all concerned about our health and trying to stay well. And I've had a COVID test at work, actually, and I, I'm negative. Thankfully, I was. I'm going to take another one this week. So, But I still think that, you know, you want to kind of stay as well as we can, don't we? So if you want 10% off the Cytoplan range, in particular one that I'm taking now is a new one that's come out called Immune Complete. It's Immune Complete 2 for adult men, for children and women, Immune Complete 1 because it contains iron, which adult men don't need, um, to the same extent anyway, to, to supplement. So if you go to cytoplan.co.uk, whatever you're after, whatever vitamin, whether it's vitamin D, vitamin D, it's kind of a good thing to take over the winter. We think in the Northern Hemisphere where the UV rays are diminished, our time outdoors is diminished, particularly at the moment when we're tethered to the desk, largely in daylight hours. But if you go to cytoplan.co.uk, C-Y-T-O-P-L-A-N.co.uk, you can get a 10% discount code, with my, which has changed uh, since last month or the month before. It is now Draper 10 Ah, my last name, all capital letters, D-R-A-P-E-R, one zero, and then the capital letter R. Right, this podcast, a bit of fun today. It is a footballer's in the mind's eye, which is something I do on my Twitter account, Ed Draper 81 where I post a scenario and then I get people's responses to it. Uh, this one uh, was posted on November the 2nd, 2020, and load of responses, 42 of them, I believe, pretty quickly after posting it. So I'll run through them now. To set the scene, footballers in the mind's eye, November the 2nd, 2020, posted at 10.42 a.m. And it is, picture a player riding a tackle and accelerating away. Who do you see? I say, for me, it's Diego Maradona. And I'd also throw Marta in there too. So two South American players, one man, one woman. Diego Maradona, fantastic 1986 World Cup. Obviously, the hand of God controversy where he punched the ball into the net, rising high above the England goalkeeper, Peter Shilton, at the event in Mexico. As England tumbled out, Argentina went on to win the tournament, their second World Cup. They also won it in 78, of course. But Maradona also scored a scintillating goal where he spun and pirouetted at the halfway line and just drove past England, the likes of Peter Reid, Terry Butcher, just sort of beautiful balance, acceleration, and uh, the kind of definition of riding several tackles en route to that, where someone slides in. So you picture a player riding a tackle and accelerating away. It's kind of like that thing of, particularly more in the old days, I suppose, slide tackles less common now, but if a player was running down the wing or running through the middle of the field, a player coming from the side, try a slide tackle. So that's what kind of what the, the image in my mind. Marta, a famous Brazilian female player, but watch her on YouTube if you're not familiar with her work. Fantastic dribbler, beautiful left-footed player, a bit like Diego Maradona. And quite often, 
a lot of the lefties are good dribblers, or a lot of the dribblers are lefties, aren't they? Uh, Jason Christopher says Steve McManaman at his peak, former Liverpool player. I remember inspiring them to the 92 FA Cup win England player, star Euro 96. Uh, kind of had that skinny frame, that jinking right to left. Often played on the left, didn't he? But was right-footed predominantly. Um, went to Real Madrid. Love Real Madrid, I think. Learned Spanish. Love revered over there, even though he was mainly a substitute. As they won a lot of success in the early part of the century. Now a pundit for BT Sport. Boxing Exposure says, official Vieira shrugging off players for fun. Patrick Vieira is a good one. Central midfield player. Long-legged, real dynamism and energy to Patrick Vieira. and their former Arsenal player inspiration in particular by the 2002 double season, the 2004 invincible season as well. Now a manager, managing in France, I think was in the States and now managing in France. A little Jason says, George Best, seven days a week and twice on Sunday. Yeah, hard to argue. Two-footed player ultimately worked on his left foot so much. Mercurial talent for Manchester United and Northern Ireland. Went to Fulham, ended up playing in the uh, North American Soccer League in the 70s as well. But he left United at arguably his peak, inspired them to the European Cup in 68, to titles in 65 and 67 as a very young man. I think he was born 46. The late George Best, we should say, of course, passed away, I believe, very early, relatively 2006, I think it was, 2005. I haven't got that to to note to hand. Um, But George Best is a beautiful dribbling skill, left, right side, could go either way had good acceleration as well. And in those days, you certainly rode tackles in the 60s and 70s in English football. Uh, Jonathan Oxley says, Giggs, yep, Ryan Giggs, on my mind as well. Uh, scintillating winger. And just remember some of the, the beautiful intangibles of football. Like now we get wrapped up in defining players by statistics, particularly attacking players. How many assists have they had? How many passes have they completed? How many shots? How many goals, etc. But actually, someone like, as a kid watching Ryan Giggs at Old Trafford when I was you know, 11 years old, and he was probably 18, 19 at the time. It was just a scintillating aura around him and the feeling of excitement. He'd be on the edge of his seat when he'd get the ball and he'd sort of slalom down the pitch, coming inside, or cutting into the right, back outside with his left. And he'd just jink that. And sometimes he'd take the ball from midway in his own half up to the other end of the field. And it may not come to anything or just a throw in or something like that, but it was magical and it was so exciting. And actually, in a sense... You know, those are the, the magical things about players that stay with you, that the artistic side of it, not necessarily the, the science and the stats and things in terms of defining players. Uh, What's Real agrees with this. He says the Welsh Wizards, Giggs and Bale spring to mind. Mark Farrell uh, replying to, to me as a producer at Sky Sports, actually works for me with the mixed martial arts stuff. Mark Fazzi on Twitter says, it just got a video of Ronaldo goal versus Compostela, the great Ronaldo goal when he was playing in Barcelona. This is not... Cristiano Ronaldo, this is the Brazilian Ronaldo, of course, played for Barcelona, Real Madrid, played in Serie A as well. Uh, legend, he was, was incredible. And if you look at my Twitter under Mark Fazzi, you'll see that one of those phenomenal goals where he ran from the halfway line, just beat so many players. Um, Steven Scutchins says, Kanchelskis, Ukraine train. I mentioned him in the Francis Benali podcast, the former Southampton defender, about being a tough opponent, a right winger for United and Everton and Ukraine. Real powerful. He reminds me a little bit, bizarrely, of the historic players to, to compare maybe to Adama Traore, the current Wolves powerhouse winger. And he had that, not quite as physically strong as Traore, but had that sort of upper body strength and pace and skill and great powerful shots. as well with his right foot and his left foot, sometimes cutting inside uh, Kinchelskis. He would ride tackles because he was so quick. I remember him scoring, I think against Man City, riding a tackle and then finishing. Steve Koppel did it pretty well, says Sid Harvey, yep, for Manchester United winger as well in the 80s. 
prematurely career was ended. They managed a lot in, in football, Crystal Palace in particular, got them to the 1990 FA Cup final against United that went to a replay, ultimately won by Lee Martin. It was 3-3 first time round. Ian Wright and Mark Bright in the Palace ranks there, legendary players. Mark Hughes on fine form for United. Simon Watts, says Joey Beecham every time. Simon Watts is another producer at Sky's. Joey Beecham, an Oxford player and size, a big Oxford fan. Grant Buckley says, R9, Ronaldo for me. His World Cup goal against Turkey was a great example. Um, so R9 is actually, I think, Cristiano Ronaldo, isn't it? I believe. Let's have a quick look. Um, no, it's, of course, it's the uh, Brazilian Ronaldo. It's different than the parlance. Uh, Graham T at Troughton Graham says, George Best. I remember about five years ago, I started watching videos of him and couldn't believe how he stayed on his feet. Neymar and a few others should be made to watch the videos. Yeah, there's not much incentive to stay on your feet sometimes now in the modern football is there because you get the opposition booked, potentially sent off. Gavin Myers or Myers says, uh, hi, Ed. I welcomed return for me. I believe maybe that's the footballers in the mind's eye. He says, George Weir, power, pace and strength. Yep, former pl- uh, World Player of the Year, AC Milan star, George Weir. Uh, I think he's in politics now in Africa. Mo Chara says, Pele or Archie Gemmel. Pele, of course, legendary Brazilian uh, player, won the World Cups in 58, 62 and 1970. He scored that wonderful goal against uh, Italy as well, but they had the save from Gordon Banks as well in 1970. Scored over 1,000 goals in club football in Brazil. Archie Gemmel, Scotland star of the 1978 World Cup. Don't know too much about Archie Gemmel, actually. He's kind of one of those that slipped through the cracks before my time and haven't done enough research on him. Uh, but no, he's a, a son or dad of Scott Gemmel as well. He played in the 90s in uh, the Premier League. Mark Andrews says, Bestie goes without saying, Eusebio wouldn't be far behind. Of course, it was Eusebio against Best in the 1968 World, uh, 1968 European Cup final. And ultimately, United prevailed 4-1 after extra time. But Eusebio scored a pen, didn't he, I think, in that. Uh, James Lupton says, Alan Hudson, and more recently, Eden Hazard, was brilliant at it whilst with Chelsea. And again, Hudson, not a player I've studied, but Eden Hazard certainly scored some wonderful goals, particularly against Arsenal. Any key fitness questions that, but we'll move on. Uh, Tej Singh says David Ginola or Maka. Guess he means Stephen Maneman. David Ginola, of course, wonderful player. We talked about him being two-footed in the past and could go right and left because of that. Could cross with his left or his right or go and shoot with either foot and had that kind of extravagance to him. Quite upright style, wasn't he? It wasn't like some dribblers get down low, but Ginola had a kind of explosion of muscularity to him. Gunners Lake AFC, Eden Hazard, Ed, specifically that one versus Arsenal couple of years back. Mark at Young Madov says, Adama Traore is the only one I can think of in the Premier League that does that now. Yeah, certainly does for Wolves. I think there's a sort of risk assessment now that maybe players don't have that license to do what gigs would do, just try and dribble up the field and, and get the crowd on their feet. But I think, obviously, there's no crowd at the moment because of the pandemic. But I think there is a sort of um, visceral emotional effect of doing that, even if it's not statistically productive because you lose possession a lot of possession emphasis at the moment isn't there george best benjamin nib says used to get chopped to bits and still ended up dancing away with the ball it's fantastic isn't it that best has probably been retired for more than 40 years uh maybe still playing just about north american soccer league in the early 80s but best of 40 years longer than that for manchester united 46 years maybe since 48 years since he left united um but he's still remembered so fondly by people who, who weren't alive to watch him play. My parents watched him at the University of Manchester when they were there and said he was amazing. Now, Harry Double says, Moussa Dembele for me. Yeah, fantastic former Tottenham Hotspur central midfielder in Fulham. I believe that's who he's talking about. It's a few Moussa Dembele's, but beautiful balance and skill, that left foot, and just very composed and 
went to a game with a Tottenham supporting fan against Portsmouth probably 2012 and it was great to watch Moussa Dembele. Jake Rumble says Yaya Toure, another central midfield player who could dribble. And fan. Yeah, it's a good point. David Jordan says Lothar Mateus, who at the time, he says in 1990, the 1990 World Cup, where Mateus inspired captains West Germany to the title and ultimately against Argentina in the final after West Germany got past England in the semis. And Lothar Mateus was scintillating. He's got a great goal in that World, World Cup from distance after riding a tackle. Mike at Mike Bromham says Mark Hughes. Yeah, I could see that. Hughesy didn't have great pace, but was involved in physical tussles and, and could uh, ride a challenge, no doubt. Kirk, and maybe in the, thinking about the FA Cup final, actually, that he did this in Mark Hughes. I'm trying to think. I'm sure he did that. And he did it against maybe Barcelona when he's in the European Cup Winners' Cup final in 91. He rode challenges from Barca out wide in the box and then kind of got the goal in from an impossible angle. Kirk Warmball says Julian Alsop, half man, half gazelle, springs to mind. Brad at Braddy J99. First one to say Messi, Lionel Messi. Does that now, but maybe it's not as many slide tackles against him now. So that, that's again part of the sort of debate, isn't it, with Messi versus Diego Maradona, George Best in terms of assessing his effectiveness. Obviously, goal stats wise, he blows everyone out of the park, Messi, and apart from Cristiano Ronaldo, but that dribbling side of it has that been aided by the the regulations currently and the, the way the referees view the game. Sam Seven Yates says Pele, Josh uh, J M McCullum, Ronaldo with the Brazilian flag, flags, the original Ronaldo, and the greatest of all time, Ronaldo. Applause emoji from Johnny at Y N N O J eighty five. So I think it's Nodge eighty five. John backwards. Ross Nicholas says Owen, Michael Owen. Yeah, definitely could see him doing that. Particularly that ninety eight ninety nine season after the ninety eight World Cup where he exploded on the scene for England. Indeed, maybe the uh, the famous goal against Argentina at the 98 World Cup. Janinho, Ian Blaze says, uh, Ian Blaze maybe. Yeah, Janinho, there's a little diminutive, tiny Brazilian who's a star for Middlesbrough in the late 90s. Tiago, I presume that's Tiago Alcantara from Kieran at Kieran 88409643. Mark Passfield says best, George Best again. Daryl Stewart says Gaza, Paul Gascoigne. Tom White, fellow presenter at Sky Sports News, got a bit of heat on this one. He got 21 likes, but Steed Mulbrank, uh, played for Fulham as well as Sunderland, didn't he? Uh, Paul Brooks says, not Lillian Lasandes, Lasandes, Tom White Media. Steve Parsons says, as always, trying to give a different answer to others. So for a current player, I'll go for Wilfred Zaha. Yep, former player, I'll go for Tony Daly. Tony Daly, electric winger for Aston Villa in the early stages of the 90s, really fast. Now he's a personal fitness trainer. He might be working at Villa as well. Checked him out online. Uh, Dale Connolly says, Thierry Henry, one of the best for riding tackles and leaving defenders in the dust. He may not accelerate away in this particular clip, but the absolute nonchalance is uh, almost criminal. There's a video of him. I think it's Real Madrid, it looks like, just uh, dribbling the ball into the corner. Um, yeah, I'm not quite sure who's playing against there, but uh, worth a look. And Dale Connolly's response. Bob McNeil says Maradona used to ride tackles like a hurdler, exceptional dribbler. Tackle's not as bad now, but Messi is brilliant in full flow. Underline what I mentioned before. Glenn Furman says the divine ponytail, Roberto Baggio. Yeah, Italy star of 1990 World Cup. Was he Mr. Penn at the USA 94 World Cup? Star for Juve and other Italian teams. Callum Wilson says Darren Huckabee. Yeah, Huckabee's got some fantastic goals. And he actually adds a, a video of Huckabee scoring against Birmingham City from the 2006-2007 season. Electric pace did that. Hack and buy it. James Barker, 86, joking, I think, says Akin Fenwar, Adebayo Akin Fenwar, no more for his physical size and strength. Adrian Holland says Zola and Eden Hazard, yeah. Gianfranco Zola and both two Chelsea players, diminutive players, Zola, very good. 
And uh, Damon Massoud says, Ryan gigs all day. So what do you think? You got any thoughts on uh, those? Get in touch. If you do, Ed Draper 81 on Twitter, Ed underscore Draper 81 on Instagram. I put one out today, actually, if you want to check that out on my Twitter account, Ed Draper 81. It revolves around a player whipping across into the uh, quote unquote corridor of uncertainty. Well, if you like that, uh, please get in touch. Let me know. Ed Draper 81 on Twitter, Ed underscore Draper 81 on Instagram. You can also email Ed at Ed Draper 81. Thank you to the sponsors, Bang Olufsen of Cheltenham and Serene AV, specialists in some of the finest home entertainment brands, providing solutions based around high quality customer service and installations. And if you are looking to optimize your immunity, food-based supplements and my father, Dr. Mark Draper, who is a nutritionist and a general practitioner, fully qualified medical doctor for 40 odd years and be fascinated by micronutrition in particular he advocates topping up our diet even if it's organic and plentiful with healthy food with uh, trace elements in supplements selenium zinc vitamin d has been linked again to coronavirus hasn't it and if you go to cytoplan.co.uk c-y-t-o-p-l-a-n.co.uk you can get 10 percent off with my code draper 10 r d-r-a-p-e-r all capital letters the number is one zero and the capital letter R. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you do like it, you can rate it on iTunes or whatever platform you listen on. That would be fantastic. Hope you have a good week wherever you are in the world and the pandemic isn't too restrictive and the anxiety over health and economy, finances, and just generally the uncertainty isn't isn't too much for you. Control the controllables, get your sleep, get your exercise, do the things that that make us feel good and and just focus on... um, the things we can do, I suppose. I heard Johnny Nelson, the former cruiserweight world champion, say last week, which seemed a pretty sage observation for me when so much liberty has been ultimately taken away for us. You know, I don't question the intent, but it's the, the reality of the effect upon us. Have a good day, guys. Thank you for listening. Goodbye for now.